Welcome to Selling the Naked Truth. Welcome back to Selling the Naked Truth podcast. I'm your co-host, Susan. I'm Jason. (laughs) (laughs) That was weird. Yeah! Uh, (laughs) Uh, We're pumped to be here today. We are excited to record because we feel like it's pretty timely, right? Like things, times have changed. We've been trying to bring content around that for you guys and conversations. But now we're hearing that stay-at-home orders are going to be lifted. We're talking stay-at-home safer. Businesses are going to be open, opening. And I think what's happening is I've even had a few friends that are like, I don't want to go back to work. Well, I mean, I've been working throughout all of this. Right. And so for me, we've adjusted our hours. We've adjusted our scheduling. Mm -hmm. We've adjusted our... Even I feel in some way, I've actually enjoyed being with the family. Yeah. You know, it's hard to now separate myself yet again. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to make it feel like I am alienating my children because that's kind of the way that things have been. And and you, I, I really think that our marriage has been better during this time. Yeah, well, let's just jump into some marriage counseling on the podcast today. No, but seriously, I mean, I think the reality for a lot of people is our normalcy has changed. Like, we have a new normal, and I know for me, I've gotten really comfortable with the new normal. Like, you, when you're going to your job, it's a hustle, you know? Like, we don't get two days off in a row. It's sometimes longer longer hours, hours and... And so it's been nice to, you know, have you around and spend more time with you. And so I think it is a reality check there. There's the real need for, hey, I need to get back to work because I need to make money. But I also have friends that are like, man, like, I don't know that I'm ready. Like, I've really enjoyed having extra time with my kids. And and so I think that got some really good conversations going with Jason and I about what this looks like as we kind of segue back into work days and it's not going to be the same right off the right off the jump it's not like a flip the switch and we go back to normal this is this is going to be our new normal for a while well you know we used to say before there were two types of people there were worker bees and there were you know queen bees or or the general bees or whatever you want to call them and and that's kind of always been my thought process but now that's changed. Mm. Now there's like a new way. And, you know, before I used to look at the majority, this is totally as a whole. I'm looking at the millennial generation in previous light as saying, oh, all they really want to do is find, you know, the work-life balance. And, and they're trying to look at the, the world as, well, I want to have my free time. Well, We all just got that. Yeah. So now the work-life balance is not just for them. It's actually going to be for all of us. Oh, you're saying like you got a little taste of it I got a taste of what they were going through. Yeah. I mean, what they're, what they wanted. Yeah. It basically pushed a lot of people out of their comfort zone. Like I I know a lot of people, I mean, listen, our jobs fill us with purpose most of the time. So when you take away the thing that brings you purpose, I mean, listen, you're, in the auto business. Um, I have a ton of friends that own brick and mortar salons, retail stores. That's very purposeful. And a lot of those businesses were closed, you know, for the last 40 days. And so to have that not closed, they're, they're 
limited. Sales and yeah. are limited. Yeah. You know? So to have that taken away, you're kind of in a place where you're like, huh. It kind of like strips you strips you of like a crutch. Your almost. original identity. Yeah. Or, or what you thought was your identity. Exactly. And now you get to redefine your identity. And this is kind of what we're getting into in today's podcast. Yes. Before we do, I have to do a shameless plug because if you don't know, if you don't follow me on Instagram, I just launched the Dame MBA, which happens to be the sponsor of the podcast. Isn't that convenient, y'all? And so the Dame MBA actually enrollment opened up this last week. It is my 90-day mentorship and business accelerator program. And it is for the burnt out businesswoman who is wanting to multiply time and money in her business. It is also for the new entrepreneur, the wannabe entrepreneur who knows that she needs a blueprint so that she can fast track and get to her goals faster. And then it's also for the seasoned and stuck businesswoman, the gal who has a great business operation, but she's really wanting to scale in business. And what I'm going to be giving you in this program is my proven methods and formulas along with a blueprint to get you to your success and higher level faster. So I had to do a shameless plug and let you know that enrollment is open for that. And by the time you hear this, that program is going to be probably more than halfway full. We start May 11th, which is crazy town because that's right around the corner. So if you're interested in hearing a little bit more about the program, definitely um, hit me up on Instagram, get into my DMs, and I'll make sure that I get all the information over to you. We will hop on a 30-minute, 45-minute call, and I'll get to hear a little bit about where you're at right now and where you want to go, what your goals are, and we'll decide whether it's the right program for you. So I just wanted to drop that in there, and now let's jump into this content. So, Well, I mean, these three identities or the way that we may identify ourselves would actually fit well with your program. I mean, so, you know, it's not a shameless plug. Good job. Right. You know, Uh, but, but truly we are looking at, you know, pros and cons of every type of individual that is out there in the workforce. Right. Well, and and you just kind of dropped three different, you just said three So there are many more different profiles of people out there. Jason and I were specifically talking about three different types of people, and we wanted to kind of share with you guys our thoughts, and maybe you can determine which one of these people you are. Or a hybrid of. Yeah, or maybe a hybrid of, and hopefully we'll have a couple good tips uh, to share with you or ideas or thoughts that you can implement as you head back into work. Yes, and you know what? Now is a great time if you feel like you're in one of these personality traits or ruts or whatever you want to call it, and you want to change. It, it, you have the ability. Yes. Right now, like tomorrow is the day you can make these changes. Oh, I know this is so true. And I was on a call this last week with one of my mentors, and she was saying that you know now's a time for coaches like myself to really be showing people the vision for 2021, but I'm not ready to go there yet. I'm still going to be preaching to y'all that 2020 can still be your year. I agree. It, it, it can be. It just right. can be. We're not even halfway through the year yet. So We're for those a quarter of, of the way. Right. You know. for so, so for those of you guys out there that are like, oh, I've given up on 2020. I had all these big goals and it's just not going to happen this year. 
that is not true. It can still happen. Right. And it, it's this is where you are writing your outline. Yes. Right? This is the year that you're... you're this, life, to me, is a game of chess. Correct? And if you're not strategically planning how you're going to move, you're going to fail. Mm-hmm. And I know that that might be a metaphor that's not comfortable for everybody mm-hmm. or... or but strategy in all things, in in love, in relationships, in friendships, in work, it, it's all about what are we going to do for one another, right? Strategy. So what's the strategy of that margarita that you poured for me before we hopped on this? <laughs> Don't answer brown, that. Brown. No, just kidding. All right. So. All right. Okay. So, okay, let's jump in. So what, what do you want to call the first personality? We kind of were kidding about this. Do we call it the, the sarcastic sour patch? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can call it the sucker. You can call it the, the sour patch kid. You can call it, you know, whatever. Uh, but, but truly, this individual is the person that is the naysayer, the not even half glass half full individual. It's the quarter full individual. Apathetic, like just kind of. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's like these people go to work every day and they weren't happy in their current positions. Mm-hmm. But they have maintained those positions because they felt as if they had to, mm-hmm. correct? And and that's the paycheck over, you know. They were probably pretty stoked to not have to go to work. Because they were getting paid, right? Well, or, well, I don't think we should jump into that territory. But they probably were pretty stoked to just have time off from work because they were just kind of like, eh, about their job to begin with. Do sure. you think? I don't know. I mean, no. I, I, I think that personally, I think that a lot of people in this category were actually stoked about finding something outside of work mm. that was going to enlighten them. Mm-hmm. And they were still going to receive some sort of pay. So it was good enough for them to be able to enlighten themselves with the other things like you know i mean during this time period i learned about tiktok right i mean if <laughs> but you, you're not a sarcastic sour patch no no but but if you have trended tiktok and you know all the dance moves and you know all of the, the songs like board in the house board in the house board in the house right if you know all these things then you truly have Part of the no. Sour Patch kid in you. I am going to interject and tell you that I am not the Sour Patch. I am not the sarcastic Sour Patch. But I did spend some time on on TikTok. I, I tr- that was I was like twenty minutes a day. That's what I'm going to do now. One of the things that Jason 20, and I yeah twenty kinda, minutes is different than your whole entire day. Right. Jason and I were kind of kidding, but half kidding about these different personalities that we're going to lay out for you and the sarcastic sour patch one of the pros with them is that during this time they got real caught up on netflix and they've mastered tiktok right yes and they know every in and out of every video game that they possibly can. yes yes yeah so that's probably how they spent their time um the con to that though because listen life is all about having fun and sometimes Occasionally, I'm like, you know, I just need to watch like a Nicholas Sparks movie and just, you know, a chick flick and just do the thing. But the con is everything is probably going to stay the same. And the reason why that's a con is because nothing is the same anymore. 
Right. The way we do business has changed. Right. The world has changed. The Life way we show up, changed. it's changed from this. And so that is a pitfall for this individual if they don't pay attention. And listen, if you're out there listening and you're the sarcastic sour patch, it's okay. Like, you shouldn't feel bad about that. You can that. make a change now. Yes, you can make a change. And maybe even just hearing this of that, listen, if you haven't changed when the world around you has changed, that's a pitfall. It's going to create a problem. Right. So, I mean, this is your parachute. Take yes. advantage of a parachute. I think one of the things that's important to know is, especially if you're an employee for a company, is you have to remember that companies are going to change the way that they're operating. Right. So they're going to have, you know, their team under a microscope. They're going to be looking. I honestly think that a lot of these companies are going to become leaner because Mm -hmm. they realized, oh, we have maybe overstaffed. Yes. And we have never needed that to be profitable. Yes. And at the same time, if you aren't showing value to your company mm-hmm. or to yourself, like, gosh, you don't have to work for the company that you were before. Yeah. You know, there you can make the change now. Mm-hmm. If you if you wake up every day and go, oh, I got to go to work, go make the change. Yeah. It well, is never too late to change your life. Well, and that is actually a great opportunity because... I do know a lot of people that did just have to lay off the people on their teams. And so they're in an opportunity right now where they get to choose. Like, do I want to rehire the same people back or do I want to, do I want to hire? I mean, I had a conversation with a coaching client about this where I was like, nope, you gotta, you gotta let that person go and find the right person. Right. So if you're one of those people that hates your job, now's a great opportunity to keep your eye out for the perfect, for, for the thing that you want to do next that might feed your your passion and if you're a hybrid of these as we go along there will be insight for you mm-hmm. you know it's okay because in some way i used to think that every millennial fit in this category my fault yeah, my fault not, yeah. I'm, I, so I'm you being honest yeah, yeah. I'm, be, I'm being honest you know i might be the old 40 something year old dude that looked back at every millennial and said you know what all you really want to do is find a way to pay your bills but not really work Right. You know, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. always been my way. You're the old fogey that talks yeah, like that. Yeah. Because I I grew up where, you know, you worked 90 hours a week right, for the right, company. Right, right, you right. did. Right. You well, know? these work-life balance people are pretty smart. I didn't say they weren't. <laughs> right. I said I just got a taste of it and I enjoyed it. Right, right. All right. So the next personality type is going to be, or not personality type, but the person that we're talking about is the skeptic. And this person is hesitant about what life looks like um, when they head back to work. Some of the things that they're probably thinking are, I mean, are people even going to be buying? Like, why do I even have to go back to work? Like, what if I can't meet my sales quotas? Or what if I can't? They're probably really focused on the number aspect of things. Yeah, Um, I don't think that they're scared about the virus side of things. No. I think they're scared to go back to work because now more than ever, they're going to be under the microscope, as you talked about. Like, these people are going to be like, well, I'm not going to be able to perform because of this. They right. have the excuse. The excuse, yeah. The excuse it. is their pitfall. Right. And one of the pros with this type is that they are right about some things. Some things. They are right about some things. The one world of the has things changed. being, yeah, once again, that the world has changed and oh. people are going to be spending money differently, but I don't believe that people aren't going to be spending money. They're just going to be strategically spending their money. Or 
they want a different type of service. They want a new way of buying, mm-hmm. right? I mean, think about this. Like companies that have been delivering groceries, right? Or companies that are selling cars and delivering them to the homes. Mm-hmm. Or now Amazon isn't just Amazon anymore. Now every business is Amazon, right? Right Now the delivery world is there. Mm-hmm. You know, now everybody wants that. I want it. Click of a button. Yeah. I want to show it to my house and I'm done. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's, that's what the world has become. So these people, the skeptic sometimes feel like, how am I going to do my job mm-hmm. with that being the new norm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How can I perform to that level? And well, and they because may, they've been doing something for so long the way that they've always done it. Uh, yeah. So if they pay attention, they'll be forced out of that. Their comfort zone. They'll be forced to kind of change the way they do things. And it'll probably open up a gateway for, like, uh, one, to step them out of burnout. Because we get burnout when we do the same thing sure. over and over again. But sure. two, they might open up, like, a, like a, a magic, what's some sort of mystical... Door, and door a, yeah, a, a vortex that they go into sure. of like epic success because they well, did change things. I personally think that this situation is going to rock the people that have been at the top, and they are going to realize now that the that the people in the middle are going to be able to rise to where they are, and that scares the shit out of them. Out of the next tier of people? Well, the top tier. Yeah. The top tier is not going to be the top tier forever because they've always been doing business the same way forever. Well, we'll talk about the, we'll talk about that third person. Oh, is that what you're talking about? Like, oh, okay. I'm I'm saying, I'm saying right now that, that individual. So the individuals that are skeptics that are at the the small person at the top, there are going to be skeptics at the top, right? So they're at the very, very, very top. And they have always been doing business the same way forever and ever and ever. And they're successful the way that they used to do business. Now they're scared that this middle group of salespeople or individuals mm-hmm. or are going to creep into their territory because they're not the old dogs doing new gotcha. tricks. These are new dogs doing new tricks. Well, and one of the cons with the skeptic is they will hold themselves back if they don't pay attention. And so I know that um, what we talked about is they'll get they'll they'll hold themselves back and they'll get paralyzed. You were saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these people that paralyze themselves versus the market or I mean, so. So in my mind, and I'm not saying I'm right, but in my mind, these are the people that are watching the news on a daily basis that allow the media to freak themselves out. Yeah, which opens up a really good point. One of the things that I want to say about that is abundance. Abundance attracts abundance. And the thing is, if you're a skeptic, you're blocking that from happening. You're blocking it from happening. And so one thing when you're a skeptic is you have to celebrate all the wins. You, you do. You have to pay attention to those. And when you pay attention to that, you'll create more of that. It almost creates a carbon copy of wins when you celebrate the wins. Well, I have to say that I feel when we were making this list, I have a little bit of 
every one of these traits. I think we all do. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. It's almost like I mean, what percentage. Yes. Yeah. What yes. percentage? Because I sit there and say, okay, you know what? I'm going back to the auto business. Please understand the auto business is never going to be the same yeah. ever again. And I'm working four days a week in the dealership and currently, I, yes, currently. And I am, we, we normally sold five times the amount of mm-hmm. cars as we're selling right now. Yeah. Five times. That's in, that's insane. Well, and, and now, now we are looking at this and saying, okay, where are we lacking? What are we going to do to be better? How are we going to be stronger? And what is the most important aspect of this? And guess what? It, it comes back to being the customer at all the time. Yeah. And I think we'll talk about that in this next person, but with the skeptic, they just have to focus on what they can control. I think Always. it's easy to get sidelined and be like, Oh, well people aren't spending money. And then that's when you fall into the trap that we've talked about before where you're sizing somebody up and saying, Oh, they can't afford this product or, or whatever. And you just can't do that. You can't take on that responsibility. And so you just, you know, you don't hold yourself back by being a skeptic it's, it's one thing to be realistic, but people are spending money. They're going to continue to spend money. They're just going to do it strategically. Yes. And they're also going to be the ones that you convert. They're going to have more people follow them and mm-hmm. your business is going to open up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the, the third person that we were kind of riffing on earlier was the strategist. Yes. And in my mind, the strategist is an individual that is planning during this time. Yeah. Like they're, they are one upping themselves. Mm-hmm. They're, 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 you know, leveling up the entire time. They, they're taking self-motivating courses. They're reading They're yeah. They're actually developing their own treat during this time and they're schooling themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've most likely spent this quarantine time, um, on strategy and working like, okay, oh my gosh, oh my God. And it could, there, there's good sides of the strategist. It could be like a frivolous hustle. Um, and that has its own danger zone to it. So one of the pros is they most likely, yeah, I mean, that's you, you know, that's me. Yes. (laughs) I easily, yeah, I easily fall into that. So the pro is that they probably have a solid plan. They have spent this quarantine time working on a plan, uh, working on personal growth, business growth, as you've mentioned, but have they focused on just themselves or have they focused on the big picture? Right. I mean, there's different facets of, of that, but I think the strategist has been working during this sure. time. And They're at least working. They're not, not right. flicking. Well, and they've probably been, well, it, we're, and we're not saying there's anything wrong with that. No, no. I'm just saying there's different parts right. of ourselves. They've probably been like chomping at the bit for to the world back. to open back up again. Right. right. And they haven't necessarily been like, oh, um, I'm going to enjoy some of this time at home, you know what I mean? Or whatever it is. And that they're I'm doing. not saying I just said earlier, I enjoyed some of this time at yeah, home. Yeah. The con with this strategist personality is they likely are in the hustle. They've been in the hustle this whole time with no flow. And mm. what that means is they've spent all of the time on the hustle and the strategy and they haven't stopped to go to, to realize 
the gift because the hustle can all the hustle is was going before this thing before this thing started and it's going to continue so they only have one pace sometimes and here's the thing that i know as a strategist through and through Mm -hmm. is that the flow is where the magic happens and sometimes it is very hard to give yourself permission to step into the flow and let the hustle have office hours you know there's a there's an analogy to some of this a baker that continuously bakes puts bread out Mm -hmm. and if he doesn't he or she excuse me i don't mean to be sexist if that person doesn't sell the bread then it molds and rots and goes away and all of that baking went to not Mm -hmm. correct Mm -hmm. yeah so you have to be able to, and, and that's kind of like the strategist. If the strategist says, we all need bread, we all need bread, we all need bread, and all they're doing is baking, but they're not selling, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Yeah. You, you, it just went to nothing. Mm-hmm. You just worked your ass off for nothing. Yeah. A strategist has to realize when the tipping of the scale needs to switch over to, I have just strategized enough, now I have to give Yeah. And that was one of the things that we talked about is, you know, for the strategist, something for them to keep in mind, because it's very, very easy if you are a strategist to get caught up in your numbers and your conversion rates and your your metrics and forget the most important part. And that is that people are involved here. Your client. Yes. And so for the strategist, the one idea that we wanted to just remind you and drop here is just remember it's people, people over profits. And we, we need to come in to come back into this with our strategy, which is great, but also just remembering that we have to add the most value that we've ever added Correct. to a client or customer experience. Correct. And I, I, again, fall back onto that what used to be the Amazon mentality of of I am going to click a button and in three days if I have Prime it's going to show up at my door and mm-hmm. everything's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have what I want when I want and it's perfect. Yeah. And now everybody is doing that. So if you're a strategist, you've been thinking about how I'm going to not just do what they did, what I'm going to do beyond that. But mm-hmm. but. Remember, your client experience still has to be there. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, they're not going to buy anything. Well, and people remember, people miss people. Oh. So they're coming out of this looking for something different. They're looking for connection. Touch. Yeah, they're looking for an experience on a whole different level. And so we really have to examine. And you know, I did this with the Dame MBA, where I was like, I got a little, I, I will tell you, with so much strategy, I did get a little turnt out where I was like, man, like the economy has changed. Will people pay for a high dollar program? And for me, I had to go back to, no, no, no. Go back to how you can add value. Sure. Like look at this and go, how can you add more value to it? And so that's what I did. Well, I mean, think about this. So in a basic level, our son's school today did a very personal touch and they did all of us that attend the school, get into our cars and drive through a parade where the teachers were all out waving with signs and, and the windows were down and they were like, we love you. Yes. And, and, and you got emotional. 
And, Le- and that was part of this human connection that we were all needing. This is an incredible example, and let me tell you why. Okay, so when school got put on pause for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. the teachers at my at our son's school got busy, and they started creating packets, right, right to send right. home with the kids. Workbooks. And they started reaching out to us via email, and they called and left voice messages. And then uh, they've, over the last few weeks, they've been doing story times via yes. Zoom. Right. And then today they did the parade. Now, let me tell you this. We... We're not planning on sending our kids back to that preschool next year because we knew that we needed childcare five days a week. And when we send them to the preschool, just because of the scheduling, it doesn't give us childcare five days a week. No. But the way they handled this experience and the way they loved on our family during this experience, I even um, emailed our son's teacher three weeks into it and I told her, we weren't planning on coming back next year, not because of anything that you guys no. have done, but because our we schedule. because of our schedules and because of the way you guys have handled this with such love and grace, we'll be back next year, hands and, down. And that just reevaluates or or or. or I don't know uh, the word I'm looking at, but but it but drives we, home. But, but we were strategists, so we what we were doing is eliminating something because our it didn't fit our package. Oh yeah, right. So the all we were doing is hurrying up and being a strategist, and we were forgetting about the life. We were well, forgetting about part of the life that our children were getting mm-hmm. from this school. Well, and the cool thing is they poured that on for us, which has been authentic from the oh, beginning, my God, but yes. we felt it yes. and we decided like that was the game changer for me. I was like, Oh my gosh, they, they these people care so much about our children. We'll be back next year. And yes. today at the parade, I cried. I like I cried as we yeah. drove through and you were like, are you crying? I'm like, maybe like it just like brought, a, it just, like touched my heart to see our son like he was telling he, us loving he loves his, him. yeah and like, the teachers like, also and I heard them saying to each other like oh my god are you crying I'm crying right now like it was just such a, a heartfelt like you could feel it and there were other parents and, and you could authentic. see them crying, and it was authentic and so I think that's a perfect example of how and I'm so glad that you brought it up of how a, a, a business um connected with us and yeah. that 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 right there they was one it up us yeah they one up us they one up us yeah okay so today we are talking about three different personality traits that we recognize yes. i'm sure there are more out there yes and 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 if you know more you know give us feedback yeah you know this is the fun part we can yeah. all like you know we can all watch from our windows and see different types of personalities well and let us know maybe like uh you know slide into our dms let us know which one are you you know are you the sarcastic sour patch are you the skeptic or are you the strategist maybe you're a blend of all of them that's the hybrid yeah and so let us know because we want to know who's out there listening to this podcast and we hope that this is helpful we just want to remind you guys that 2020 is still your year my it God, is. There, Period. Guys, there is so much of the year left. An opportunity. And, and if you allow this to slide by you, you're giving up before you. And I'm going to go back to a baseball analogy. <laughs> We're in the fourth inning. Goodness gracious. The game's not even close to being over. 
you know, get to the seventh inning stretch and then realize what you've got to do to make your change. You know, hopefully we have some baseball fans out there. My goodness. I love your analogies, though. And we just want to thank you guys for tuning in today, sending out so much love to you guys. We're definitely going to get through this. And listen, if this podcast was helpful, will you share it with somebody that you think it could help? And leave us a five-star review. It would make our day. Yeah, stay stay healthy and safe. Yes. Can't even talk. I thought you were going to say stay hairy. Don't do that. No, stay healthy (laughs) and safe. We're out, you guys. today's episode helped to motivate and inspire you, then please take a moment to leave us a five-star review. It would mean the world to us as we continue to grow this Selling the Naked Truth community. Of course, you can always find us the old-fashioned way at sellingthenakedtruth.com or at our Instagram handles. Jason can be found at sellingthenakedtruth on the gram and Susan can be found at dameandheart.com.